Hello everyone, it's MEC, and today I'm going to be talking about reflecting on last year, 2022, and then what I want out of 2023, whether you call that a resolution or not, um, it is what it is. I know some people don't like them. Uh, I'm kind of a little bit done with my entire Instagram feed being new year, new me, blah, blah, blah. I like, I don't know. Yes, I will get into why I feel weird about that phrase. Um, But yeah, I just really wanted to focus in on reflecting from last year and like using that to propel myself forward with my goals for this year, because I think it is important to periodically stop and just be like, well, what the heck just happened? And how can I learn from it? And how can I either repeat that because you did great? Um, It's not always negative or, you know, be like, well, I should probably not do that again. Because otherwise, I feel like I find myself in a very cyclic pattern of living uh, where it tends to be me working myself to the bone, me not recognizing that I push myself past my limits. Then I hit like a mental health. That's not, ooh, I don't feel good. Why don't I feel good? And everyone else is like, well, we, we saw you work yourself into the ground. And then you know, I recover and I'm like, I'm never doing that again. I'm going to treat myself so good. And then it restarts. <laughs> so I just really like to break that, you know, cyclic habit that I think a lot of us found ourselves in, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it starts with kind of reflecting on last year. Last year, I did a lot of work, did a lot of work. Um, it was, you know, whether, you know, I don't want to label an entire year as bad or good. It was challenging. I will say that. Uh, Emotionally, I think I've had the most, hmm, I've had two really difficult mental health years in the past five years. And that last year was definitely one of them. I will just say that. Um, But I also felt like I grew a lot as an adult. Like, your girl was adulting. I mean, I could go into the store, listen, 20 items in the cart, 30 minutes, done, gone, pay my bills. I understand how taxes work to like more of a degree than I did last year. Uh, I feel like I did a good job at that Um, last year. I am also a little bit better uh, with asking for things that I actually want versus like prioritizing other people's um, lovely interests ahead of myself to the point where I'm literally self-sabotaging myself to like please someone else. Got a little better at that. I think we all could become better at it, to be honest. Last year was a very growing year. It was very, um, I've been referring to this Zuko arc and I'll continue to do it because I love that show, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, last year was very much, you know, you're going through a metamorphosis, my my nephew. That That's from the show. He, I was, I felt the metamorphosis, okay? The, I, you know, it was very, she wasn't cute all the time. Perhaps she was not cute most of the time, but she was there for a time. And that was, that was 2022. Um, But I think some of the things that I, I recognize a lot of behaviors in myself last year, both good and bad. I'll start with bad and then move myself to good, you know, to end on a good note. Uh, In terms of negative behaviors that I found myself doing, I really do have a lot of um, self-deprecating humor. And I, you know, I'm not saying that that's we all love a good, well, you know, I'm feeling not so smart jokes or something like that. 
but it would become to the point where I would use it as a crutch, even when I didn't mean to say like a joke, like I would just automatically, if I mess up, oh, I'm stupid, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just an idiot. Don't even worry. Don't even worry about me when like, uh, yeah, listen, I, I'm not stupid. I'm not, I'm not dumb. Um, but it was just, it was kind of uh, harrowing to see how easily those words fell out of my mouth so quickly. I was like, oh, I, I really didn't even think before I said that. That just became muscle memory. Okay. Um, that disturbed me. Okay. Because when I was growing up, I had friends who would do this. I'd be like, oh my God, you're not stupid. Don't say that. Um, and I guess somewhere along the way, I picked up that nasty little habit And I think it was a means of dumbing myself down because there are many situations where, let's say, okay, I'm talking to individual number one. Individual number one says something, is talking to me as if they know something and whatever, we're having a conversation, and they mention something that is not 100% correct or could be just completely not right. It's That is false information. Rather than, you know just address it and be like, actually, that's not true. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. I typically would phrase it and maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm dumb here. But I think it's like this to like lessen the blow for the other person so it didn't embarrass them. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that at all. But like, I don't need to dumb myself down to correct somebody, especially in like as a default, right? There are some people who can handle kind of like that kind of feedback more than others and like, you know, use your judgment, but it should never require you insulting yourself because you know, you're right. Like, where did I learn that? And I think a lot of it actually has to do with being perceived as a woman um, in medical spaces or in like STEM spaces, which I happen to be in um, because I'm a medical student. Um, And I just, ooh, I, I saw myself doing that and I was like, ooh, that is two second nature to me. You feel the need to like lessen the blow for the person so they don't they don't get embarrassed. But let me tell you, that is not reciprocated. Because the amount of times I have classmates who are willing to tell me when I am wrong, check me real quick without any sort of lessening of a blow is infinite. So why am I doing it for them? You know what I mean? Like I I don't mind presenting information in like an approachable way or like in a way that doesn't make people feel stupid because like there's no reason to but also I don't need to make myself seem stupid to present information I'm smart and I need to respect my intellect like my job that I'm going to be doing like you know I'm grateful for this opportunity that I'm in medical school because like tons of people try to get to this point and like I've been I've worked so hard so why am I going to belittle that with like telling myself I'm dumb yeah that's something I noticed last year. Was not a was not a fan of that. That's number one. Number two was um, my motivation was straight booty. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, I it was not good. I I mean I get it because I had a lot of mental health um, struggles last year, and I think people who do struggle with um, mental health understand how difficult it is to, to, um, to lose motivation to do basic things. I mean, take a shower, eat food on time, wake up, get out of bed, put on cute clothes or like clothes that are clean. 
Um, those are basic needs, but it become very difficult. So now throw on, you know, going to school, being a medical student, and then making content about your own mental health, which is lovely to do, love this job I have. Um, but it's also mentally and emotionally taxing, right? So I'm already in a spent place and I'm spending more of my energy. Yeah, that's not that's not really a recipe for success. Um, so I really want to figure out how to control control that lack of motivation because it was kind of scary. I'm a very driven, I'm a driven girl, okay? You know, people always are like, I don't want a girl boss anymore. I'll be honest. I'll be girl boss until the cows come home. Mostly because if I don't keep myself busy, I get real, real bored. Now, I just have to figure out how to do that within moderation, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's something that was very weird for me, was losing motivation. That's not something that I've experienced before. Because i just been going, going, going until I got to medical school. Like, that's really how I got here, so... Um, and then I, I also notice it is really hard for me with people who are very close to me, like family, um, like partners and like very close friends. It is hard for me to speak about my own feelings. If I know my feelings may disappoint or hurt the other person. Now that sounds like common knowledge, right? But this is, I'm talking about like things that are important to communicate, okay? Like, oh, I was really hurt by the thing that you said. And I would avoid saying that, like, or, you know, having that conversation like the plague. Not that anyone wants to hear any more plague jokes post-COVID. But I mean, like, I really would not, I, I would avoid that for days. I would let that, like, stew, simmer. Would make a whole Campbell's chicken noodle soup out of it. Because I just, I just did not want to even touch it with a 10-foot pole. And it's very important to communicate about those things. And I just would like, I I think I hold people who are close to me on a pedestal, like their feelings on a pedestal. And I put mine below that, kind of alluded to that earlier. But it's just kind of disturbed. I was really disturbed by how even saying something that is not even, I mean, it wouldn't even be that disappointing to someone else. But I just viewed it as something that was so scary. And my therapist would mention it. I'd be like, oh, no, I could never do that. No way. And then she'd be like, that's a basic boundary, my friend. That's That should not be, uh, that, should not be that hard. Um, and if it is, should you be hanging around this person? And I, you know, it made me question a lot of relationships that I had and whether I need to take steps back because I'm like, why am I expecting such a big blow up of a reaction from this person and often when I would go and talk to them it, it wouldn't happen I just really would catastrophize the crap out of it which is a nice little uh I don't know I can add that to my resume can catastrophize wonderfully um so those are three things I noticed about myself last year that I would like to work on um in addition to I think I would like to be more, become more confident in general um I really would because I'm going into a period of time. It's a big girl medical school. That's what I'm going into now, which is basically when I'm in the hospital, I'm on rotations and, you know, I'm interacting with patients and other doctors and I have to, you know, keep up and <laughs> figure out what I'm doing. And I'm, I had three opportunities to, you know, kind of like ease into that experience um, last year. And I was very timid. I, I mean, you can probably tell from my voice, I'm not a timid person. But I would go and put on my white coat 
and like I can interact with the patient just fine. The minute I'm trying to talk to another doctor or someone who is like above me in education, I would just freeze up, wouldn't be able to talk, would get like so flustered that I would have like tears in my eyes because like I was like, I cannot look stupid in front of this person. Um, And that was really what it was stemming from. I have a really big problem with looking stupid. I don't, which is ironic because I just said that I like verbalize that I'm dumb. Um, what a what a what a juxtaposition, ladies and gentlemen, and individuals who do not identify with a gender. I I literally what is what is life? Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, thanks for discovering that with me, I guess. But I really don't like looking stupid, and I think I just have to kind of get over myself in that regard, and be like, you're smart. You can ask questions that are dumb. You can or that you perceive to be dumb. I can make mistakes because that's how I'm going to learn as long as I don't hurt other people in the process. And I should be taking risks because this is my education. I deserve to be here. So you're going to catch me with a bunch of affirmations around my my room, on my phone, because I need to start saying them as much as I say that I'm dumb, frankly. I need to start telling myself I am smart as much as I say that, if not way more than I say I am dumb, or how quickly I say I'm stupid, but like I should actually be saying, I deserve to be here, okay? I, I do. Um... What a concept. So yeah, those are those are some of the things I reflect upon that I did not like about myself last year, or that I would like to work on, I should say. Um, honestly, I'm going to add another one. Uh, the way that I view myself, my physical vessel, um, I don't tend my thoughts about self, body, love, whatever, are um, probably... A little bit nuanced, but not really. Uh, my thought is, when you see those people who are like, oh my God, love your body. You just you just got to love every part of your vest. You look in the mirror. You just got to love every every imperfection, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, let me, let, me, let me back up. If I'm judging something as imperfection, then I'm, I'm inherently judging myself. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not immune. We're all not immune to society's... Uh, expectations of what I should look like and what I shouldn't look like and what I think is good, which is what is not good physically, whatever. And it's impossible to love your vessel all the time. I, I, I don't think it's possible to do that. However, I would like to like my vessel more often than not. And I would dare say I would like to love my vessel more often than not. It doesn't have to be all the time. I don't have to like go and like eat, pray, love myself into like the mirror and be like, wow, you look so beautiful. You know, when I admittedly have, you know, bedhead and, you know, drool on my face and like, you know, those lines that show up when you take a nap, <laughs> like when you know you took a real good nap, like on your face, like I, I'm not really going to look in the mirror and be like, mm, about to like walk down the, well, the red carpet. Like, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> That's just kind of lying to myself. However, I can look at myself and be like, you took a nice nap. And you can clean up real good later and you look fine. Okay. That's what I would like, you know? Um, but I think my acne got really bad hmm, about halfway through last year. Definitely stress related. Um, saw a dermatologist for it, still seeing a dermatologist for it. I did not like the way, I still don't like the way I look right now. Uh, the hyperpigmentation is really bothering me and my self worth. Um, also, like my body format, um, the way that I am distributed, uh, has changed a little bit, which is fine. 
I just would like to fit into the pants I like, to be honest with you. Uh, and so that's something I would like to work on is just like liking my form, liking my vessel more often than not. And dare I say, loving it more often than not. Cool. Now that we focus on those things that I learned from about me from last year, what are some cool things? I, I already listed some cool things about things like I that I did well on. Like I told you I was good at adulting and I did a lot of mental health work and I really I think I really made leaps and bounds therapy wise, which is litty. Um and what does that mean for next year? I mean or this year, twenty twenty three rather. I just I my the way that I wanna focus on my goals is I wanna have like overarching life goals that I kind of mentioned, like things that I'm working off of from last year. Like I mentioned, like those things that I'm like, ooh, I should I should address that. That's kind of like how I want like my soul goals to be. But in terms of like things I want to do, I'm really not trying to stress myself out. I think that New Year's resolutions and setting goals can be really a game of playing uphill. Like you are fighting against, you know, every quote unquote New Year's resolution that you have thus failed thus far. You know, I mean, I can, a lot of them also are like super based on like weight and health and like this very specific definition of health that is highly westernized to be honest is very white and like eurocentric it just it's weird and i don't love seeing all that content just like blow up right in the <laughs> in january um i'd much rather like take care of like reflections on my soul from last year so like that's really what i'm focusing on but if people really want to like jumpstart you know, something in January, I tend to do it in like a three pronged goal. First goal is going to be, you know, something you need to let go of. I've listed several things that I would like to let go of this year, but you know, start, start small, right? Um, For me, I'm going like in directly into the, you know, clinical phase of my education. Like I said, I need to start, you know, pretending that I, I am extremely confident in my medical knowledge, okay? Not, not you know, arrogant, but like that I, I know what I'm doing and it's going to make me a better learner if I am willing to make mistakes, right? So I need to let go of this like non-growth mindset that I can't make mistakes. Um, so that's one thing, okay? The second thing that you wanna do is like foster something that you're already doing, that you do great something that you're already really good at, something that you're amazing at, okay? But you just want to get better at because you are you just want to. For me, that is podcasting. I really love the space. <laughs> it is so fun <laughs> to just like, I don't know, vibe in this way. It's very honest. I think a lot of content is not honest. I think a lot of content is a highlight reel. And so is this to a degree, but it is much more, it's so much more authentic to me. And so I really want to get better at this. So that's one thing. And then third thing is something new you want to try that you haven't tried before. Um, For me, or like something that you, you know, that's out of your wheelhouse, I would like to get more into outdoorsy stuff, like hiking and kayaking and stuff like that. I really enjoy being outside, but I have very limited knowledge of outdoor activities. Um, Just kind of because I feel like they were like a little bit gatekept when I was younger like they're like you know girls don't do that unless you're in girl scouts i was in girl scouts but like even then 
you know, being like a woman of color, you don't really see a lot of people doing outdoorsy stuff like you, who look like you. And like, there's like an organization called like Black, a Black People Hike, I think. Um, and there's also one called um, Hike Club, <laughs> And they're for kind of encouraging uh, POC humans to, or people of color humans, if you don't know what that is, um, to, you know, go outside and learn how to do outdoorsy stuff. And I think that that is so cool. So I'd really like to get involved with something like that. Those are my three things. And that's, I just feel like that is a much healthier way of framing New Year's goals than like making a five prong list of like an idealized schedule or like lifestyle that you saw that you were trying to emulate that like doesn't like naturally does not fit into your life, like the way that your life works. Like I would love to wake up at, you know, people are like, oh, I'm super obsessed with waking up at 6 a.m. And I get to journal. And that means I also get to like juice and and do yoga and then meditate and then eat my breakfast and then, you know, start my day. Okay, like I gotta I gotta be in the hospital at seven. <laughs> okay, so waking up at six is not early. Okay, so I mean, maybe I'll wake up, be able to like do my three pages of like thought dumping. I'm about to eat first. I ain't moving till I got food in my mouth. I'm, 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 st- I'm starving, okay? Um, then I'm getting dressed, you know, trying to look over notes and I'm walking to the hospital. Okay, that's what I got time for if I wake up at 6 a.m. Okay, <laughs> so like me trying to like look at, you know, the whole quote unquote that girl lifestyle and like fit it into like a, like make it a goal of mine to be that, it's not gonna work. Like, it's not going to fit into the way that... So I'm setting myself up to fail and be, like, disappointed. So I just would much rather make goals that are based on reflecting on things from last year that, like, did genuinely, genuinely bothered me that I was doing or that I was engaging in or that, you know, participating, whatever. And focus on, like, personalizing my goals to, like, remedying those things that genuinely bothered me or did brought me... um you know, mental distress and modifying those things and then finding something exciting to do and then finding something good that I want to foster in myself. I'd much rather have my goals be something about that than like looking at like an image of what people think health is or, you know, health is wealth is and then like feeling crap about it when it doesn't work out, right? Um, So I'm giving you permission to do whatever you want with your New Year's goals. Whether Maybe you don't even want to do it and you just want to like reflect on last year and let, let, let those reflections guide you in this new year. You don't have to have like specific goals. I just urge you to like use reflection as your basis for moving forward in 2023 because I, like I said, I'm trying to stop doing this little hamster wheel dance. It'd be stressful and I'm tired of it, <laughs> okay? Um, but also like, like I said, there's, there's no reason to idealize something or a lifestyle or a concept that will inherently not even bring you that much joy or like you think it will, but when it comes down to it, is it addressing the things that make, that give you distress? Mm, Probably not, you know, because it's not coming from you. It's not coming from reflections on your own life. It's coming from like an idealized concept of what we think you know that's what that's what new year new me january is 
which brings me i love when rambles come together i love it um which brings me to the whole new year new me thing to there was like a tiktok sound that was going around probably like six months ago which at this point is probably ancient ruins but it was like basically it was saying like oh what happened to that old version of you and then it was like oh i killed her or something with like a british accent i listen don't judge me for that rendition of it but like or she's dead and i was like bro i hope not um i hope not when it's funny because when i when like an adult when adults talk to me and they're like how are you doing and i don't really know what to say my automatic go-to is well i'm alive and they're like, wow, that's so morbid. Uh, I mean, I said I was alive. Would you rather me not be? Like, I think that that's not morbid at all, actually. <laughs> My goal is to live. <laughs> and I think that's kind of funny. But I get I get what they're saying. At, like, are you just living? Um, I, I digress. What I'm saying is this, like, concept that you have to, like, get rid of your old self. Unless you would just, I mean, unless you just really toxic, like, I, I don't know who you are. But I'd like to think that you're not because I don't know, y'all seem to be very nice to me. But maybe I just feel like you don't need to like throw your entire self away. Like, even if you decided, like, let's say you were toxic, or you had like toxic behaviors that you were engaging in. You have reflected to the point where you want to change them. So clearly, you're not as toxic as you once were. And I, I would like to like say that you're and all of your experiences, like this amalgamation of like what you have done directly feeds into who you are now. And so if you like who you are now, you kind of needed the past self that you had, even if it wasn't very fun to live in, because trust me, I get it. I understand that. Um, I just, you know what I mean? I just don't love the concept of like, I have to hate my old self to like, like my new self. Ugh. That is why I don't like the whole new year, new me. That is why I don't like it. And um, I have like rephrased it as like new year, better me, um, which is like a, you know, at this point it's semantics, but I, I think it really gets towards the fact that like you are using your experiences to get yourself to a place where you want to be, hopefully, right? That's how you got here. You wouldn't be here unless you had experiences. Okay, you wouldn't. Or the experiences that you had. And so I'm not saying that to sugarcoat bad experiences. But what I am saying is that you don't have to throw yourself away to to reach your goals to be better to like improve yourself. It's you you really don't. You, you should be able to see yourself in that space. And that is how you grow to get there. If you can visualize yourself in that space, you don't have to become a whole new person. Um, and yeah, that's how I feel about it. I feel strongly about it just because it just it just sets you up to hate yourself because you're not where your goal self is yet, but also you're like not liking your quote unquote past self, but your past self is who you are right now. So that like means you inherently just don't like you. I don't like that. You should like yourself because you're cool, gosh darn it. Okay, and I just, that's how I feel. So um, I'm going to wrap this this podcast up um, for this week, but I, this is what January will be like. I'm going to be reflecting on some of those things I talked about earlier that I would really, really like to improve about 
the way I've been thinking or the way that I've been behaving in the past, you know, in 2022 and like letting that guide me into 2023. That is how I'm going to frame my new year's resolutions. Okay. This year, um, based on personalized reflections about what made me feel not great last year and how I can like work to improve those things and hopefully get rid of them. And then that way, or at least like grow. And then, then I can like be like, wow, look, I directly addressed my own problems. Wow. Like, I just think that that'd be so cool. And if, like I said, if you need some more structure than that, I totally love the whole three-pronged um, let something go, foster something that you already are doing that's great, and then find something new if you really need like a, a strong structure. Um, yeah, and if you would love to kind of interact more with this type of content, I am a Pinterest creator and I uh, love, love saying that because Pinterest is like one of my favorite things. I love like making diverse content on there just like showing that like wellness can like look inclusive and be inclusive and like be like whatever it needs to be um so i'm also doing a lot of content about what i just talked about on pinterest so i'll link that also in the description box but otherwise i hope that you had a good first week even if it was a little rough because you're awesome and i'm going to talk to you a little bit later okay i'll see you next week bye y'all Thank you.